The Mount Moon Review podcast, while a podcast about Pokemon, is not intended for children. You can expect some instances of adult humor, coarse language, and adult situations. Parental discretion is advised. Welcome to episode 57 of the Mount Moon Review Podcast, the only podcast where one of the hosts has a big old noggin. I am your host, your host, the Razgrees, with my co-host, the Blue Duck Gold Duck, bringing you all the information you need to know about the world of Pokemon that's happened in the last two weeks, eh, in less than an hour. How you been, Duck? <laughs> pretty good. I've pretty much been working every day since we recorded the last podcast. <laughs> I know, right? Your new, your new job's ridiculous. <laughs> I've gotten a little bit of a weekend here, which came out came at the perfect timing with the uh, Crown Tundra release. Yeah, I mean, you've been hammering it out pretty much, and we've. Is there anything left for you to do in the Crown Tundra? Have you been able to pretty much get everything? I didn't complete the story because I don't have all the shiny Reggies yet. <laughs> That's right, folks. Instead of actually completing the story, <laughs> then going through and playing, you know, the, the Mr. Shiny Hunter. Duck has given up on the storyline so he can go play Shiny Hunter. I transferred all the new legends in from home. And I'm Shiny Hunting them all. <laughs> Instead of catching them in their normal forms. So that's the plan. But it means I can't complete the story because I need the Reggies. Because you need the Reggies. Well, it is what it is. But we have a lot of information this week. Pretty much all of it is video game centric, with a little bit of TCG, uh, dr- you know, drizzled in for flavor. So let's just get started. Um, we're going to start with some Gen Six stuff, though. Oddly enough, it's not. We're not going straight to Sword and Shield, but we are going to get there. So why don't you uh, kick us off, Duck? All right. So a few years ago, a dude made a post about hey, this was what they were planning for Gen 6, and this didn't happen. He was talking about aliens. He was talking about all this weird stuff. And we were like... That's a conspiracy theory. Yeah, right. Right? Aliens, right? Aliens. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Turns out that was true. And a former Game Freak employee came out and said, like, hey, guys, you know, they plan big things for all these games, and usually there's not enough time to put together what they're trying trying to do. Yeah, you, so, dream, you dream big, and then they, they end up hacking off little pieces at a time until you, you take this giant iceberg of a game and you end up with this small soda. And that's how that's how we end up with all these things and all the Pokemon games that's like, well, what what did you want to do with that? You know, like, what, what where was that going? Because it's like a, a, something I was interested in. I want to know what that building over there is for that, that you, I can interact with that it says it's a locked door, but why can't I ever go in it? Oh, and the next game comes out, and there's still no way to go in that door. Yeah, and they just never address the question. You never know. Well, and, and that's... that's not just Pokemon either. That's all. That's all games. They they start out with this grandiose idea of what they want, and slowly over time, it, it morphs into what the final product eventually is, just through the time constraints, uh, financial restraints, uh, and sometimes just technology restraints. So, you you encounter that with all kinds of game design. Pokemon's not going to be any different than that. And they're a lot of times their their thought is bigger than what they can pull off, and 
that case, we have a lot of stuff that we found out uh, that was supposed to be in Gen 6 that just kind of wasn't. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Like, it sprinkled in. There's a lot of loose ends in Gen 6. That that That's the generation that brought me back. You know, I played Gen 4, like, right when it came out, and then let my friend borrow the game and never picked it back up. He gave it back to me, but I, I, I never picked <laughs> See, it up. See, that was the thing. Did you get it back? That's the big question. Yeah, I got it. I got it back, but he beat the Pokemon League and everything with my team, and then, it, like, I had, like, six badges, and he went and beat the rest of the game. Didn't even start his own game. What the heck? Oh, well, you couldn't. Uh, you can't, it's a cartridge. Just start uh, over. Then I lose all my progress. Oh well, sucks to be you. You shouldn't have handed your game out. That's fair. That's fair. That's more than fair. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I never picked it back up. Didn't play Gen Five at all, either game. And then Gen Six came out when I was in college, and it was this big resurgence of Pokemon. So I'm like, I used to love Pokemon, and fell back in love with it. And you know, one thing led to another. Now I'm here. Um, so what all did we, we miss out on in this glorious Gen 6 version we should have gotten? Uh, first of all, there was a there was a like a Z version planned. That's something we all thought we were going to get, and then we never got it. And there was a year between Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire where no games came out, and then Sun and Moon came out. That's the year that was slotted for the Gen 6, uh, you know, X, Pokemon XYZ version. Is that what it's supposed to be, XYZ? <laughs> I don't know. That's what they name the anime, and they usually name the anime after the games. Oh, actually, that makes a lot of sense. And then so they just moved. That's where we were going to probably get the perfect Zygarde form, and they just moved it over to a, an event that where they gave it to us in uh, Sun and Moon, or I think it was Ultra Sun and Moon. Those two games kind of run together for me. Um, yeah. I, 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 honestly, I never played regular Sun and Moon. I skipped it entirely. That's good. That's the best way to experience Gen 7. Newsflash, folks, don't buy Sun and Moon, get Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. <laughs> yeah, it's not a sequel. It's the same damn game. <laughs> it's the same game with DLC. Mm-hmm. Um, so what they were planning was, it was going to be like a, the whole story mode was going to be like this paranormal investigation to these weird events happening around the Kalos region. The first gym leader was actually going to be a ghost type trainer, and she... She, you know, she was a photographer. She was a bike type user in the in the final product, but they planned on her being a ghost type user, and that's why she had the camera because she was trying to photograph evidence of ghosts, like a scope. Yeah, basically, basically. Um, and so some of the major characters, Diantha, Sycamore, Lysander, Az, they were all planned to be of this special alien species that could disguise themselves as humans. But they were actually imposters the whole time. Is this kind of the, is this kind of what we got with Gen Seven with the um, the aliens coming down for the Ultra Beasts? Pretty much, yeah. I think that's I think that's how they re recycled the ideas into that. And I wasn't we weren't doing a podcast or anything then, but I was firmly holding down. I was just researching things by myself for me. I was sure that the Ultra Beasts were going to be people from the story. I thought Guzzlord was going to be Hala. I thought Buzzwool was going to be Kukui. Uh, Zerkatry was going to be um, Guzma. Like, if you just look at their designs, Lily is literally shaped exactly like uh, the jellyfish one. Nigalay. Nig- I can't remember his name. Careful what you say now. Don't don't, mispro- don't mispronounce it too badly. <laughs> the white poison jellyfish thing that looks like it's wearing a hat, just like her. 
Gotcha. And who knows? Because these kind of things, Pokemon Company is oddly enough very, very good at keeping under wraps. That may have been part of the thought process. We just will never know because they'll never come out and say anything. Unless a former GameStop employee. <laughs> or game, a freak, former game Freak. Game Freak. Yeah, Game Freak. <laughs> a former Game Freak. Let me. Game Freak. That's where this information's coming from. It's not from a Game Freak employee. God. You suck. <laughs> not from a GameStop employee. No. It's from a former, former Game Freak employee. Uh, game former freak GameStop employee. employees are a dime a dozen. Uh, but this is from <laughs> <Yeah>. Game Freak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So another interesting story beat was that Sycamore and Lysander were actually going to be the same character, and he was going to go through like a, like change clothes and like change change his hair and stuff in between different parts of the story, and, but it was going to be the same guy the whole time. That was going to be like a big plot twist where the professor was actually the main villain of the game. Dun dun dun. <laughs> that'd be, be kind of cool. I I know right like that. I don't know. I I wish I could have played it and see if I figured it out. Um, AZ was the reason he was 3000 years old was because he was an alien that crashed onto earth and he was going to destroy it like freaking Goku style. But then he became a good guy when he befriended a Pokemon <laughs> freaking Goku style. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that was the whole plan with the, uh, with fairy types in general like all the fairy types were going to be aliens okay that's why sylveon looks like a bug because it's an alien <laughs> why are you gonna be busted on my sylveon uh, sylveon's fine but it, it looks like a bug i don't see it before we knew fairy type was, was coming out we thought sylveon was a, a bug type it's white and pink uh what color i can't think of a pink but what what color is wormandale and it's steel form. It's pink. Meh. <laughs> meh. I meh. <laughs> um. So the. That's uh. Yeah, that's it. That's, <laughs> that's it? it for the six leaks. Yep. Well, it's it's still interesting though the fact that yeah. uh, th th these are leaks that came out what how many years ago at this point? Uh, when did I don't know when the Gen Six games dropped? Two thousand. 12, 13. Somewhere around there. and But we're just now getting the confirmation of them. That's kind of cool. I mean, that they're actually able to keep stuff under wraps that well. Because that's not something you typically find in the video game industry in general. Is when Usually when leaks happen, everyone's like, well, I, I, I can't keep a secret. I have to tell everybody I know, but they've got to promise me they won't tell anyone. I read the game's code. Here's everything about the game. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so just don't delete Discord, please. <laughs> yeah, don't don't at me. <laughs> so, but so I mean, it's cool information to have, but that's not the big information of the week. The no. big information of the week: Crown Tundra. And I really wish I could have put out a video. We would have had time if I wasn't working so much. We could have put a video out when when the data mine for Tech Crown Tundra leaked. But uh, we didn't get to put it out. I was ranting about it though. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, it's. The data mines we have to be really careful about because a lot of time because Nintendo, Game Freak, Pokemon, they are all extremely protective of their IP. And during the original data mines and leaks that we were getting for Sun and Moon, or, yeah, Sword and Shield, uh, it, it, you saw people 
the, the, the accounts would go up, the leaks would come out, and then the accounts were banned within minutes. It was ridiculous how well they were doing and, and keeping everything under wraps. Uh, eventually, everyone had to take to Discord and create Discord servers just to get information. And getting access to those wasn't easy either. You had to know somebody who knew somebody. And it, it was kind of ridiculous. But uh, Nintendo, Game Freak, Pokemon, they're all very, very good at keeping stuff under wraps. Uh, nevertheless, there was uh, a data mine that came out for Crown Tundra. Now, a lot of that actually came out when Isle of Armor came out. We had a lot of information from that because we knew exactly where it was on the map. We knew the shape. We knew everything. But we did have more, from my understanding, in the, in the latest. Oh, when the, when they data mined everything? Yes. Yeah, there was stuff that they did not add to the code from from the Isle of Armor. There was a lot of like placeholder stuff they had. And we could tell like how many new Pokemon were going to be added in the decks, and all this stuff. We knew there was two two new Pokemon that weren't weren't there. You know what I mean? They weren't they their spaces were coded into the decks, but they weren't put in the code. So we had no idea what they were, and uh, that ended up being the two the two horses in the Crown Tundra story. Yeah, it's kind of funny. They put Calyrex in, but they didn't put his faithful steeds. <laughs> exactly. So there's two blank spaces there. And then we also knew that there was an item you could use to fuse Calyrex with two Pokemon. It had to be these two that we didn't, you know, that weren't unaccounted for. And so, you know, we were thinking, hey, it's going to be, you know, what's again? He's going to turn into something much better because that would make up for his stupid design. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's put him on a, there. He's riding a horse. It's stupid. It's yeah. so I'm so disappointed. The horses are both cool. I like the horses. But. <laughs> yeah, no, not so much. That's such a big noggin. Well, that in the fact. It actually is two Pokemon. It's it's coded as two Pokemon. Because you can actually. I, I haven't seen how you do it yet. But I know you can have the horses without Calyrex on them. It's just like when you want to unfuse Necrozma mm -hmm. and uh, Hiram. The, you, you use the the item the reins you go like you click use on it in the key items pocket and then it pulls up your party and then you use it on calyrex and it splits them understood because then, uh, i've seen people asking for outrageous things on the gts for the both horses <laughs> if you have an extra shiny landers they'll just give you one of the horses yeah well <laughs> Like I said, um, asking for outrageous things. <laughs> and I guess one thing I should say for anybody that um, the ice horse is actually really good in trick room teams. And there's, you know, there there's a chance you can use it. I guess it's confirmed, but I was looking for the information that I never saw it confirmed. It's, um, it's kind of funny. A, a lot of people I'm talking to, they've got the ghost type horse. And they only got it because it was easier to find the place to get it than it was the, yeah. for the ice one. <laughs> That's the only I, reason. I, I, that it's also like really offensive. It's like if you want to go cut and dry pretty easy, do that. But if you want the trick room team, then people are resetting for zero speed ice horse. Um, and so for anybody that wants to do that, you should know you got to split them up. You see Cali, you see the stats of the Calyrex when they're fused. So you got to split them up to see the stats of the white horse. Oh. So just because you saw zero speed after you caught it doesn't mean that the white horse has zero speed. Oh, geez. That's got to be insanely so, difficult to try to get them. Yeah. I want to So to get a zero-speed Pokemon in the wild, it's a 1 in 32. 
that it? Yeah, because because the IVs are anywhere from zero to 30, 31. Hmm. And it's just a random number. But when you catch a legendary, three of the stats are guaranteed to be 31, which means that stat has a chance to be guaranteed to be speed. So I have no idea what the chances are of getting a zero speed legendary is. Yeah, <laughs> that takes some like. Yeah, big, I'm not big, that good at big brain math, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not patient enough to try to figure. I it mean, out. we can get Sadar in here and she can start doing some space math, but I, I'm not. I'm not really down with that right now. <laughs> I don't care that much about it. <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's one of the things I really hated about the DLC was how disappointed I was in Cali. Well, we're gonna get to our uh, our likes and dislikes. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, with, with, matter of fact, do we have? Is there any reason we can't just go into those right now? No. Okay. Let's let, let's start with you, Doc. What did you have down for the good and the bad here? Let's start, let's, let's start with the bad. What do you have down for the bad? So my the worst thing about this DLC was navigating the map. Yeah, that's my number one as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that map is the most stupid, horribly designed piece of crap. <laughs> And, I've been watching I, and as a creator, I don't like bashing other people's work. But god dang is that map annoying. <laughs> I've been watching streamers all weekend play it. And the, like they're always, it's like, well, how do I get here? And then the chat's like, okay, go this way. And then wait for us to tell you to turn around. <laughs> you know, like the chat's trying to guide them. They're getting lost. The chat's getting lost. You know, I'm yeah. trying to. Like, and and it, doesn't, it doesn't help that the weather patterns are... Every kind of weather pattern imaginable that makes it difficult to see. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> On top of the fact that the, the it, it, you're you're talking uh, not just like barriers but levels that uh, yeah tier that's, that's tier parts of them, and you have to go so far and turn around and then come back the other way. It, it's it's horrible. <laughs> it's just horrible. I don't know how this got out of play testing. I don't know. The, and then you, know, you couple that with the fact that there are a lot of Pokemon spawning in the tight little cramped areas. And not just a lot of Pokemon. They're big Pokemon. Yeah. Kamarajit oh, yeah. almost the whole screen, and there's five of them. Yeah. Uh, and there's like there's this one area where you um you have to go through it on a regular basis that it's a small forest, and it's the Frostmoth Forest. Because you try to go through that thing, just Frostmoth, 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 Frostmoth. And just like 80 of them will pop up all of a sudden out of nowhere. Yep. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, they could they could fix it by giving us a more like a better map that actually tracks our location. That, so that's part yeah, because the, the map when you go and look at it, oh, here's your little smiley face tells you where you're at, but it's kind of like, yeah, you're in this general area. <laughs> you're in between this part of the map and this part of the map. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was not not a fan of that map in the least. Yeah, they need to zoom the camera out more if they're going to make a map with that small of a of a walking space. Well, and I'm not I don't really want to spoil a whole lot, but if you're listening to this podcast, you're really into Pokemon, so you've probably already done it anyway. The uh, it, it's in this DLC where you can get the three, the three legendary birds, and <laughs> you have to chase the damn things. And when you're chasing the damn things and you got stuff popping up all over the place, it's, yeah. it is so insanely frustrating. I put the roaming legendaries as like, uh, like I, I'm neutral about it. Like it was really annoying to get it, but I like that they're, 
that they that they had the idea to do something like that, but they need to tweak it. It's really bit. close. Awesome. <laughs> like it's really cool. It's really cool to find it and like chase it down and finally get it and finally battle it. But well, I'm not gonna say which one, but there is one of them. If you chase it long enough, it just stops, turns around, <laughs> and waits for you. <laughs> I wish I would have known it did that. I was getting crafty and trying to like, you know, cross its path. And no, it legit just stops, turns around. Goes, All right, dude, I'm tired of running. Let's just do this. <laughs> it was getting tired when I got it because it was it was I was getting way closer. Yeah, it's, it's, it's at one point, at one point it literally just stops and turns around like what <laughs> what. <laughs> Where yet? Oh, and the final thing I don't like. This is another thing. If I'm in a cutscene, and I have to take two steps to get to the next cutscene, just move my character. Yeah, just Please just do it. Just do it. Oh, <laughs> uh, there there was so many cutscenes. I mean, like, I mean a, like a ridiculous amount of cutscenes. Um, see, I didn't, I didn't hate the story for Calyrex, but yeah, there were a lot of cutscenes. Well, but I don't know how how they better deliver that story. Before we get I'm, to before we get to your good, let's go to my bad as well. Okay. So uh, well, yeah, you 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 made you like, a, like an outline. I filled mine in. My first one was where the hell am I? Because <laughs> again, we're talking about the map uh, about how. Uh, poorly designed it is but the quests were poorly designed too and i say that because that the, the the expansion area is not all that big i mean it's it's a sizable amount but it's not huge and it would have you okay you need to run and do this come back to the village now run and do this come back to the village now run and do this <laughs> and it was just literally back and forth back and forth and it, it wasn't even like go to this different part of the map it was Go to the same places over and over and over again, and it, it just—I it, it was it was like just fetch quest after fetch quest, and it, yeah. it, it wasn't fun. I didn't like the Calyrex story at all. I thought it was lame, uh, and I really didn't like the father. <laughs> I liked him. He was just obnoxious. But then again, Pokemon usually has obnoxious characters, so it's it's kind of like part and parcel. You kind of expect it. But no, I, I didn't. I, I did not like the Calyrex story. I know you seem to. I didn't, and I think it's just because it was all, it was just all the damn fetch questing, and then you know the the, the stupid legendary Pokemon who was all powerful and worshipped, instead of just floating out there and saying, "Hey guys, look at me. See that statue? Looks just like me, right? I'm the legendary Pokemon." No, it literally hides behind a house, like picks its head out, goes, "Psst, psst, hey kid." <laughs> And she do all this stuff so everyone will remember him. Dude, ain't nobody going to mistake you for anything else. Just float your little butt out there and say, hey, it's me, Calyrex. <laughs> Why not just take over somebody's mind with your psychic powers, like the mayor or something? Yeah. <laughs> and, and tell the people that Cali you believe Calyrex is real because your grandpa like told you or whatever the story was there. Yeah. Really? I mean, there's so many ways. But no, hey, you, random child, come here. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think they were making some kind of statement about something. I haven't quite figured it out yet, but I think there's some deeper meaning there in the Calyrex story. Whether it's, like, political or religious or something like that. I don't know, because Pokemon's usually pretty good about um, staying out of those those realms. I think it's just somebody thought it was cute. Yeah, I might not be 
uh, and I might be read, trying to read into it too much, which I I am very well aware that's probably what's happening, but aliens. I don't know. I just get a feeling about it. Aliens. aliens. <laughs> <laughs> um, other good things. Um, well, we, I like, other good. We're starting with the good things. Let's move into the good things. Okay. Yeah. So, like I said, the the Cali Rex story was okay to me. It was cute. Um, uh, some of the new Pokemon, like I like, I like the new additions to this deck. So there's a lot of Pokemon I'm excited to breed out and use, and uh, also like the the new designs, like Regilecki, the new birds. I'm I'm, they're gonna shake up the meta too. Like Regilecki is really good, and uh, you know it's super fast. It's the fastest Pokemon in in the game ever. And uh, you know, I having got one it. weakness and hitting super hard, you you're gonna start out. You're, you're gonna start out the match. You're gonna click Volt Switch, and you're gonna do a bunch of damage. You're gonna go first. You're gonna take something ha down half its health, and then you're gonna switch into a good a Pokemon that's gonna hit it for super effective damage. It's super good. What else you got? Um, and then the uh, the last good good thing I want to praise about it is the uh, Max Raid. The Max Raid Adventures. Yeah, see, I put that for the good. I I wasn't a big fan of the whole DLC as a whole, but the the Raid Cave is the bomb. I love yeah. the Raid Cave. It's it, they've pretty much outdone themselves on that one. Like, there's a lot of bad quality of life things we'd have we've had to suffer through to get to this point. This is a huge step in the right direction. I'll tell you what the my, my okay. So one, I like the fact that it it's four battles. And you can stick with your party through all four of them. You don't got to keep searching for every single time. Great. They got rid of the damn shields. Awesome. Because I hated those damn shields. And it, you are, you're going to get good stuff out of it. And here's the thing. Even if you get to the end and you've already caught that legendary. Because it only lets you do it once. Once you've caught it, it just disappears into the cave. And the other stuff that you, you're, you're catching on your way there is good stuff. You could get end up getting starters. I mean, Duck about had a freaking uh, joygasm when he figured out, oh, look, I can get my starters and netballs now. Well, actually, I looked up, I found the list of available Pokemon, and the Galarian starters don't appear in there, so I can't get them. Oh. So, so I still can't, I still can't get my, uh, you can get the Gen 3 starters, um, but they were already available through other means from the older games. Um, Gen 1 starters were available through all the raids and stuff. Uh, but Gen 7 and Gen 8 still. Still no netballs for them. We'll get you there, Ducky. Someday. 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 Maybe we'll bring but back Prince Safari in Generation 9. But I'll tell you this. Uh, there's some stuff that if you're trying to, to, get, to get a dex completion without doing uh, Wonder and GTS trades, it, uh, you're, you have a good chance of filling out a lot of stuff that you wouldn't uh, normally get a chance to get in the game during the raid battles. Oh, yeah. And I don't know the, the odds on this. Um, but... A lot of the Pokemon I've caught, I've looked at their summaries before I choose which one. A lot of times, a lot of them have their hidden abilities. Yeah, we've, we've like, I don't think that. I've ever found a Blaziken that wasn't hidden ability. That's awesome. So, I mean, you, I think the max raids that that's the that's the takeaway. Yes, you're getting uh, the new legendary Calyrex. Yes, you can have the opportunity to get the Galarian forms of the of the the Tribirds. Yes, you can get all the Regis. Yes, you can get the Swords of Justice, which I still haven't done yet. That's the one thing I still need to do. I still need to get the Swords of Justice, which are all awesome. 
And and for me, trying to get everything from games I, I've, I've since lost to try to get everything into my Pokemon Home, this is this is great. The max raids though, mm, this is this is the bomb bomb diggity man. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wanted to comment about the like why how they balanced out taking shields away. They had I the I think the whole reason is to stop players from going in and one shotting every Pokemon. Nobody wants. Oh, they don't think people want to wait for two minutes to start a raid, and then the guy who attacks first just knocks it out, and then you go. Although that would that would kind of be better. <laughs> I would I would do that for the uh, the the exp candies if it only took three seconds per raid. I don't care how long I have to connect. <clears throat> um. And then so the the way they balanced that out was not letting you take your Pokemon. In. Yes. It's it's kind of a not it's kind of obnoxious that you can't take your Pokemon. You have to take the rental Pokemon in, and it, it's kind of it's like here's here's three, pick one, and then that one you know you take, and then they throw another one in, and it it really does seem as though it is random as hell as to which Pokemon get put in there. There's no rhyme or reason to it. It's like no like, well if they pick these ones they'll get through the cave easier. It, it's it just seems like it, there's a pool of them. And it's random because I've seen it pop up where it's like, oh look, I, I can use this Pikachu, or I can use this, you know, Rattata or whatever. Or I've seen it um, pop up where here's here's a here's a Kingler with Gigantamax. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, I actually I it was annoying at first. I thought it was kind of dumb. I kind of like how it the, the next level of strategy it adds. Like it's not like oh I'm doing the ho ho raid. Everybody grab your lichen rocks. Let's go do the lichen rocks in this in this cave. It's I hope we get a lichen rock. Oh we didn't get a a, a lichen rock. Plan B. Let's go. What are we gonna grab instead? Yeah. Oh good a flygon. Oh no it's rock tomb. Let's go. It's it's going on the ho ho raid. Don't don't you dare trade that flygon. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I I actually enjoy it more. Or I guess I'm embracing the suck yeah with that. <laughs> embrace the suck yeah. <laughs> but it also highlights one of the biggest problems we have with nintendo's um online system too oh, yeah. in that you don't have like uh, you have to have a friend code to invite a, to have a friend you can't don't have voice chat that that's horrible because you cannot coordinate you can't do anything you don't you can't even type anything there is no communication at all between you and your teammates the only way around that is to uh, pre-plan out who you're going to play with and like get on something like Discord or something of that nature. That's what Duck and I have been doing. We've been yep. setting up Discord chats and we've been talking and, and playing. And the, the problem with that is it, you need four people. So Duck and I get in there. We're like, okay, now what? So it ends up being Duck and I and two uh, PC characters that are have the combined intelligence of a freaking toenail clipping. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, we could have won one time, and we didn't because the computer used wide guard instead of attacking. Yeah, it's it's like down to a sliver. Wide guard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's the yeah. only thing that we knew it was going to do it though, because that's the only thing that NPC did was use wide guard over Thanks, and over. Kingler. It's ridiculous. Thanks, Gigantamax Kingler. You you saved the day. <laughs> But yeah, so that's I think that's a still something Nintendo just refuses because they want it to remain safe for kids. But at the same time, if you're focusing only on kids, then your marketing sucks because here I am, I have a Switch and I'm not no dang kid, nor do I 
have any intention of buying anything but Nintendo right now because I just from just the time constraints I have in my life I don't have a whole lot of time to do much of anything so I love my Switch that I can just pick it up play for 20 minutes and put it down or I can sit there and dedicate a whole day to it whatever it doesn't matter and the, the quality of games for a more adult mature audience is coming up and you're getting the ability it's becoming more and more of the the family console as opposed to just the kids console so i think they really really need to grow and i know that they want to keep their their online platform secure and keep it you know friendly but i i think they need to come up with a method of having one that works and one that's safe <laughs> they need they they've got to make like a party system or something or something it's it's I, I th honestly i i beta tested the original and i'm talking the original big black cinder block looking xbox xbox live uh and they had a system that was close to nintendo's except they had the gamer tag system and they dumped that almost immediately when it came to games like Halo 2, for example, when it came out. Uh, they very, very quickly went to the system we have now. And we had the Blade system with the, the Xbox 360. And that was, as far as I'm concerned, one of the best ways they, they could have done um, party play and group play with, with friends. And they, you know, they've, they've come along with the time to try to be a more all-inclusive system. And PlayStation, I can't really attest to because I, I never, I haven't had a PlayStation since PlayStation Two. But Duck, you're a PlayStation guy. Yeah, it's it's easy to to play with, like start playing with somebody and be like, oh, okay, this guy's pretty good. Let me send him a friend request. Let's party up. You know, it's it's not hard to play with somebody and instantly, you know, join and chat with them. And the, the, you and I have started in the last couple of days um, playing with the uh, the Oculus Quest. Even then, there's a party system in that where we can jump from game to game and still be connected, still be chatting, and still make sure we're in the same groups. So even even a system like the Oculus Quest, who is it's not really designed to be a social uh, a social device because it, it, it's you're, you're you're extremely anti-social by playing with it because you're basically wearing a helmet. And uh, Nintendo is just so far behind when it comes to that social aspect. And I just, I kind of wish that they would get caught up. And especially now, I think that with the whole COVID-19 thing happening, uh, we, we had we had switches, just we could not find them. Nobody could get their hands on a switch because they were pulling off the shelves. Everybody was at home playing. And now that everyone has, you know, got into that ecosystem, you want to keep them there. And as an adult, I want to be able to play with my friends. I don't want to play with a bunch of squeakers. So, <laughs> on one hand, I've... What's that? If you're using a friend code, you can't even open it up to play with real people. Or the, the code you have to type in every time. The fact that you can't even open it up to play, like, get real players in. Yeah. That, well, that throws a huge wrench in the gears, too. Yeah, because that was the big problem we were having, is you and I would jump in uh, and start the, the, the raid cave i guess you call it and the two of us and it's like okay we want to invite two more people but unless we had their friend code and they wanted to play we and we could arrange it we couldn't do that so there's no way just like okay keep one slot available for friend only and two for public That'd be, they need to do that 
that's even a, a good stopgap measure. So, I mean... How about, hmm? how about Among Us, you know? Put a code in so your friends could join, and then when you got all your friends in, remove the need to have a code, and the randoms can join you. Yeah. And that's got to be super easy to program. It's a stupid, very small-coded mobile game. Whoa. Yeah. Was that up? It looked like it was up on your phone. No, but the flashlight turned on for some oh. reason. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> so if you're watching the video version of the podcast on my Twitch channel, which currently we have started my Extra Life campaign for the year. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead and plug it on here, Duck. I'm sorry. But if you ever go to twitch.tv slash the underscore raspberry zero one, uh, if you hit a follow on there right now for the foreseeable future for the next at least month, all my streams are going to be Extra Life streams where all money raised will go to the Children's Miracle Network, specifically the Penn State Hershey Children's Hospital. So last year we raised $536, I believe. And this year I would like to see that number broke. If it's only broke by a dollar, I'd like to see it broken. So make sure that uh, if, you, if you feel like giving to a charity this year, you give it to this one. <laughs> keep um, going. The next, keep, keep going, Duck. <laughs> yeah, the next thing on the, uh, on the docket here I want to talk about was just some of the the bad decisions I feel like Pokemon companies made. It's not like, oh, this wasn't within our the realm of possibility because we couldn't do it. This is a choice they made. Pokemon Sleep. Well, I don't know. What <laughs> it might be cool. How about Pokemon Brush? <laughs> that's that's good. That's a good app for kids. I actually haven't even played with it. I haven't played with it either, but it's probably influencing kids to brush their teeth more, and that's good. Maybe two. Maybe. <laughs> one, one is good. One is good. As long as it's one. Go on. <laughs> uh, stop shiny locking the Pokemon. Why do you do that? You take hours away from people when you lock the Pokemon. There's no good reason for it. What's a good reason? Can you think of one? Yes. What? So that you can then release it as a special event later. For what? What's? How is that better than catching it in the game? making the game last longer so that once people have exhausted everything they can possibly do and they put the game down and then you send out a message saying, Hey, guess what? We're going to do an event this week where you do this and you get a shiny, whatever. Oh, type in the code and you get one or participate in an event. In a tournament. Like if, it, if it's for a tournament, that's fine. Why not? That doesn't make it less special though. Like the, the tapus. No, the tapus were shiny locked. And then they gave them away for participating in tournaments. That was I thought that was a good example. But, like, <laughs> but you shot yourself in the foot. <laughs> I don't think that makes it better. Like, Not too many people of the competition people were going to have the Shinies anyway. See, I, big, big, big thing, difference between Duck and I. I don't give a crap about Shinies. I just I like don't. Shinies. But you want, you want a complete shiny deck. So I found someone that was selling the complete decks of shinies for $10, and I sent it to you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Get your hacked Pokemon here. What? Get your hacked Pokemon here. Yeah. I was going to say, we don't have to say what I said about it. but <laughs> Yeah, well. <laughs> um, another thing, if you're going to code the Pokemon, stop making Pokemon that aren't even in the game. What are you talking about? Mythical Pokemon? They're dumb. They used to be cool when you had to go to, like, a regionals or, you know, Pokemon World event and hook your Game Boy up to a little thing so you could catch the mythical Pokemon. 
but they're not cool anymore because I just go to GameStop and get a scratch off ticket. You know, I actually had to, I had a conversation with my children uh, earlier today. They were asking about how you get a Mew. And I said, well, really, there's only two ways to get a Mew. One, you played in the original, like, original tournaments, like back there in red and blue. And you took your cartridge, and you gave them your cartridge, and hopefully they, they gave you one and didn't screw your game up. And that, that was it. You had to go to, like, a regionals or event or, or internationals or something like that. And then, No, it's under the truck. Yeah, it's under the truck. And then, then, you know, it came out where you could pay $100 for your copy of Let's Go Eevee and get your Pokeball Plus, and it, it came with a Mew. So I don't know who the heck would do such a thing, but if they got a Mew that way, I mean, I'm sure they treasure it always. <laughs> I'm sure they gave it a very good move set too. Not really. Pound? His Mew has Pound. Listen, I haven't messed with it since I got it, okay? You've heard every TM in the game, and it knows Pound. I'm just saying. Listen, I'm, I'm just I... saying catching legendaries with Pound instead of Thunder Wave. I still caught it, didn't I? Yeah. Uh, I don't know how you did it. Yeah, sucker. <laughs> I don't know how you used the wrong, the wrong equation and got the right answer. You're running your, you're running your lip, and you even watched me do it. Um. But just mythical Pokemon are dumb now. Put the Pokemon in the game. Maybe the movie ones, whatever. If you're if it's not out yet and you want to release it with a movie, the movie that that Pokemon's featured in, that's different. But Mew, Jirachi, Victini, we'll talk about Victini. Uh, I kind of I kind of wish they I kind of wish we could actually go back to the times where um, maybe like this Pokemon's only available to those who compete at Worlds. See, they do that now, but it's not a mythical Pokemon. It's a Pokemon with a move that it can't learn. Yeah. For other means. So, like, they've given away Barrier Dragonite, or, like, they were giving away copies of people's Pokemon from last year's tournament. Like, I went to a regional, I went to Pokemon Nationals in 2013 or something around there, maybe 2015. Um, the previous year, a guy had won the tournament with a shiny Machamp. And they gave away the shiny a shiny Machamp with that same move set and the EVs and everything, as the champions from last year's. I hate Machamp, but like that was a cool idea. They could have given at Worlds. They could have given away a copy of that Pachuritsu that lived through the Draco Meteor from the Garchomp. You know that was crazy. That would be a cool Pokemon to have. Or uh, at Worlds this year, they were giving away the Aerodactyl that new Celebrate, which I think I found a way to give it Celebrate without that. I don't remember what happened. I thought it, I I think I found something out about about it, and it was dumb. But you know, stuff like that. Barrier... I, I, see, I'd kind of like like the only way you got Mew is to is to compete at Worlds. I'd kind of like that. Now, granted, I'm I'd be upset because I didn't compete in the VGC at Worlds, so yeah. <laughs> I, I still want my Mew. But, but I I can I kind of dig the idea of you have to do something special in order to get something special. See, I think they should make events in the game. That's really hard. Make like a like a battle tower. If you battle through 99 floors of this battle tower, and they're hard battles, like even if you have perfect stat Pokemon, you might not win. And then you get the Mew. You know, make the Mew. If you're not going to have trophies in your game or achievements, make the Pokemon the achievements. Like, oh, he, he has Mew? Did you get that legit? Because that's really hard to get legit. I got it legit. 
and wow, then you must be a Pokemon master. And really, you know? make make those ones too trade locked. Yeah, I mean, I there it's unless you're trading like locally, Pokemon no. like and stuff are trade no locked. trade lock them. Period. Forever, they're stuck in your that's in your yeah because I, well I guess I out? guess you want to move them to home. Yeah. Eh, shoot. As I say, because it kind of, what kind of sucks is when somebody does something to get it, and then they're like, "Well, this is great. It's going on eBay." Yeah, that, that'll happen too. It does. It does happen. Hell, you do or, you do that with your promo cards when you get them there, Judge. Oh yeah, I do. <laughs> they're, they're valuable. <laughs> if you get them. Yeah. Talk about that too. Um, but yeah, there's just a few things that I want the Pokemon company to change. It would make the games better. Just if it's in the game, put it in the game. Make let me be able to catch it. That's all I want. I just want to catch it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the last thing about the video game I want to talk about is Victini. Victini is coded in the game to be a static encounter. That means there's only one. Once you get it, it's gone. Um, those are Pokemon that are given to you sometimes. Um, it could be like Calyrex, where you battle it and catch it. it could be like Regigigas, where you get it in a, in a special raid that you have to set up. The only problem is nobody knows how to get it. Like, there are YouTubers offering $1,000 to anybody that can tell them how to get Victini. So how do you get That's it? Not a joke. We don't know. It's under the truck. It's under the truck. That's what. Well, here's what I'm. I'm thinking. I don't know how the code tells people where stuff is. Like, if it's not, I think there's an NPC that's going to give it to us someday, and they're just not in the game. They're saving it. See, you know? that's the thing. Like right now, as far as I know, and I could be wrong. There's no way in the game to get uh, Reggie Gigas, right? There is. Is there? You got to have all five Reggies, and then you go to a special raid den. Oh, okay. Guess I need to go steal one of my kids' Reggies. Yeah. <laughs> I can let you borrow one. I've already loaned them out twice. To <laughs> you pimp horn out your Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Okay, well, I, I, I still think there's going to be things added in, because they, they have done special raid events. Uh and those are easy for them to do. That's just a flip an update, boom, done. But I think I don't think we're done with Sword and Shield just yet. I think you're going to see some events like one-off NPCs and stuff like that coming in. I, because realistically, we're not going to get a game in 2021. Mm, I think we might. If it is, it's going to be right at the end of the year. It'll probably be November. The thing is, though, typically Pokemon reveals something at least. A year out, if not more. I think if we haven't seen anything by Pokemon Day, then that's when we can, like, you know, bury it and say, yeah, it's not coming this year. And it might not. COVID might have pushed stuff back. We don't know how much their production was thrown off yeah. by COVID. You and know, there's still it. rumors that we're going to get a Let's Go, you know, Unova or whatever. It's entirely possible. He, We can't ignore the fact that... Uh, Ishihara was sitting in front of at like all the iconic Johto stuff before they revealed Pokemon Unite. <laughs> yeah. And the dude is all about subliminal messaging. <laughs> yes. He's also just a cool dude. <laughs> um, so that's the, 
we are a little bit worried. Like, it could be a Let's Go sequel. I think that would be disappointing at this point. <sighs> can't get your hopes up high with them. I like the Let's Go game. It was fun. Oh, I'll play. I'll play the crap out of a Johto remake. Especially if it works with my uh, with home, because I'll just okay, thanks. <laughs> Throw it all in. <laughs> well, it probably won't work right away. It but, might. Yeah. Well, supposedly, from my understanding, um, Pokemon Go should be integrated fairly soon. We just Fair don't. Player. We're just gonna play the little game of how we get. Is it gonna? How much is it gonna cost us? Everything. Everything. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> how much is it worth? Nothing. Everything. <laughs> Saladin. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so. Victini's in the game. Nobody knows how to get it. Internet's freaking out about it right now. Freaking out, man! So if you figure it out, don't don't post anything about it. Go get paid for the information. <laughs> yeah, really. But I think I'm that... pretty sure if it was in there, we'd know it. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's all we got for VGC. We do got a smidgen of TCG. So why don't we move right into that, Ducky? Okay. Uh, so last week, or well, last time we recorded. I talked about the Charizard being one of the staff promos for Vivid, Vivid Voltage. Well, not a lot of stores got their staff promos. Which no. Very, very limited supply of these staff promos. And I I saw one auctioning for $1,100. And it wasn't, the auction still had a couple hours left. So I don't know how much it sold for. But yeah, if you got your hands on one of those, you know, payday. Just sell it quick. It's a stimulus check. <laughs> Sell it quick. Sell it quick. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but in a in a later note, Pokemon Company with their stores are finally getting their shipments of the uh, building battle kits, and they're sending out an extra pack of thank you promos uh, that say thank you in the language of the card. Oh. And they're they're basically a league promo, but they say thank you on them, and they're given out. They're to be given out with each building battle kit. Well, that's neat. It's not special artwork or anything. It's just a reverse foil card, just like just like the the league promos usually. Yeah, and see, that's the thing. Like I, for longest time, that was what I collected was league promos. I love league promos, just because they're different, and that you actually have to go somewhere to physically get them, instead of just going to Walmart and buying a pack. And I I liked them, and I I literally have a long box around here somewhere just full of league promos that I've never given out yet and like the leak promos tell i was a professor <laughs> yeah then you always peel a couple off the top for yourself <laughs> well i would do that and then a new kid would come in and i'd give them to him unless it was like a playable card then i'd keep a playset. yeah very 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 rarely i'll tell you there was one time i i peeled a pace playset off because it was uh we were actually on our way to worlds and i forget what it was but it was pink i can't remember what the heck it was Oh, I can't remember what it was. It was an item card. I'm about to get... Yeah, it was. It was like an alternate art that came out for the uh, for as a league promo. I, I, I'm gonna have to look if I remember. Like Flint. No, I'll, I'll look it up. I don't, I don't know. I don't remember. That was that was rotated. No, it wasn't. I'll, I'll look it up. I'll look it up later. I'll post it on my social media. <laughs> So make sure you make sure you follow me on social media, folks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, but that's I think that's that's pretty much it for TCG as well, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's cool. I like it. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna knock it. And those those unique ones are neat. I like those. 
any of the, the the special promo cards. That's that's what I dig on. Other people, you know, I want like all the secret rares. I want all the gold cards. You know, I, I'll sell the gold cards. <laughs> I open one of those suckers up. Like, hey, who needs it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good. I need like five of that. <laughs> But it is what it is. So uh, I think that's all we have for this episode. We are not f- recording weekly because there's just no weekly content right now. And Duck doesn't know how to have a, a work-life balance. <laughs> no. So we're running about every two to two and a half weeks. So just keep in mind that, that it, the content is still coming. We're not giving up on the Mount Moon Review podcast just yet. We do have other shows on our family of shows such as the Social Liability Podcast, which is a very adult-oriented show. Don't listen to that with your kids, unlike this one. Uh, we also have our YouTube channel. If you just search for the Mount Moon Crew, you'll find us. And we have lots of content on there from all of our podcasts, Duck and I, uh, our shenanigans playing together, and uh, other shows that we've tried, some that have failed, some that are getting revamped. We'll see what happens. And we just need your support in which way possible. Because guess what? It doesn't cost you anything to consume this content. It just We just ask that you pay attention. That's it. Just pay attention. Tell a friend. And like I said earlier in the podcast, this month is our Extra Life campaign. Uh, all through the month of November. So if you feel like helping out kids, because who doesn't? And going through a charity that isn't a scam, such as the Children's Miracle Network. Uh, I can personally attest that I have utilize the ronald mcdonald house uh that is part of the children's miracle network and it is something that is greatly needed by lots of families and lots of children so please consider giving to our extra life campaign and all of the links will be in the description for that and other than that duck do you have anything else for us that's it then get us out of here all right guys until next time just remember if it's too good to be blue it's probably gold have a week just because your card is magic You think you're sick because you killed my life Or baby, do you dare to not flinch? Cause I'm coming at you like a dark horse I know you're gonna throw, gonna throw You're gonna throw a stone, throw a stone But I got that lucky chair, lucky chance There's no critical hits